Hey, Kate, are you ready to get into some good trouble? Hell yes, Mary. I'm ready for some good trouble. You're listening to Good Trouble NYC. Good Trouble 2.0, baby. Let's do this. 2.0. We're here for it. We're back. We're sorry to let you guys down after not posting for a week. We're blaming Mercury in retrograde. I'm also just blaming tech issues. (laughs) Well, Mercury in retrograde causes tech issues. Okay. Yeah. It's like travel, tech, communication. Oh, I didn't know it included all those things. Yeah. So I went to go and edit last week's episode and there was no file to edit. There's nothing there. But we're back. We took it as a time to regroup and we have so much to tell you about because we kind of had interesting weeks. We did. I had an interesting week. Go. You start. You start. So I had the mundane week have a really big interview tomorrow which is great i put a deposit down on a car that i'm picking up on tuesday jeep baby jeep babies we'll be jeep babies this summer and then the big thing that happened to me saturday night i don't know when it was friday saturday night whatever it was i'm walking denny whatnot there's a crazy person sitting on my corner and it's late at night that i don't take dennis like around the block i literally walk him to the corner cross the street that's with on my street and walk back and then cross the street to directly go into my apartment so i'm never actually leaving my block smart yeah because it's it's a quick walk um there's a crazy person man and woman sitting down yelling at me being like don't effing look at me and i'm like not looking keep passing them and then they basically go off you don't even think you can look at me like look at me and then i can hear like you know him stumble to get up and whatnot and i turn around and i see him coming now with a knife oh my god i'm just book it while i'm with someone too they're weaving in and out of cars i'm running into my building and my front door no longer locks so i run in they run in we're standing at the door and the crazy crackhead is outside spits on the door and is like fuck you, blah, 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 you stupid cracker and air building. And I'm like, so sh- I live on the first floor. Like, even if he saw me run into my apartment, like, I'm not going up any stairs. Like, you know direct- exactly where I live. Yeah. So now it's, I really need to be walking with my mace. Dip talked about getting a knife, but I think if I even pulled out a knife, anybody would just overpower me, power me and stab me with it. Yeah, do the mace. I think that's safer. And me and mom have also decided I'm going to take one of the field hockey sticks from home and bring it on my late late night walks how big is that a field hockey stick i don't know it's like three and a half feet okay but it's a blunt force object and if i whack someone over the head they'll they'll be hurting better safe than sorry and i also had a friend get (laughs) mugged like the same (laughs) night just weird shit was going on in the east village yeah overall like it was a very weird week very bizarre it was down i will say that the exciting notable thing that happened to me wasn't bad in any way (laughs) i was not getting chased down the street um but i did my monthly date me night okay okay and i went to balthazar this month have you been there before yes in soho i don't know if i've been oh my god it is one of the most iconic it's bougie restaurants in new york yes it's bougie so balthazar has been around since the 90s like it is a new york city staple it is if you read any book of restaurants to visit in New York, it is in there. So it's like Studio 54. It's like Studio 54. Alec Baldwin's a regular. There's actually a lot of celebrities that are regulars. And okay. it's like a traditional French French brasserie. Okay, yum. So I went on Thursday and the bar was packed. I got there right around 7. So I ended up having oh, yeah. to wait like 40 minutes. But it really wasn't a big deal. 
I was so happy to finally sit down at the bar, but there are these two women who tried to swoop in and take my seat. The bartenders were like, no, no, this is for her. And I was reading my book, as I always do. And this one woman, as soon as I sit down, she's like, this woman is literally reading a fucking book at the bar and she's getting a seat over us. Ew, how old were they? (laughs) They were in their late 30s. I overheard them say later. Like, I think they said they were about to turn 38. Check yourself. Right? What did the bartender say to them? They were like, it's literally her spot. Yeah, she's been patiently waiting. You can wait your turn as well. Yeah, exactly. In my head, I'm like, are you mad because you're not literate? Like, what? What? Yeah, why are you what mad? What the fuck? Anyway, I sit there. I order my escargot. Amazing. Yeah, I can't hop on that train. Next. I know. <laughs> I know that's not for you, but it was absolutely amazing. Uh, and I also got the steak frites. Yeah. So okay, that I'm all up for. I'm sitting there. I'm reading the manifest book. That's just the book that I reread whenever okay. I go on date me nights. But I had a really tough time paying attention to what I was reading because... This was the perfect place to eavesdrop on everyone. Oh, I love doing that. I eavesdrop on all my tables all the time. Oh, it's... I, like, don't want to walk around with headphones anymore because I just had so much fun listening into everyone's conversation. So I'm sitting there, and these two men in their 40s walk in. And the one guy, he's like, my life is a total sham. I'm paying child support. I love my kids, but there's no fucking need to be doing that. My life's a wreck. My job sucks. <laughs> Nothing is going right for me. Like, what the fuck am I even alive for? Jesus, he's playing like the boo-hoo me. Uh-huh. And card. his buddy was like, dude, like, it's not that bad. Like, you're really killing it at work. Like, I've always looked up to you, all these things. He's like, nah, dude, like, just don't cheat on your wife like just don't do that oh oh now you're realizing bro yeah and they just kept going on oh, and i'd love on to hear on. how he got caught it was interesting so i hadn't gone to the restroom at that point and since i was already listening in on the conversation i was like can you guys watch my stuff yeah and i come back and they harp on me and like what what do you mean harp like, like i was they were kind of gassing me up okay they're like Who are you? You're sitting here all dressed up with a dirty martini, eating a rare steak, and reading a book at Balthazar. Who are you? (laughs) And I was like, I'm, no, he's like, where's your man to, like, take care of you? I was like, I can take care of myself. Hell yes, you can. And they were like, wow, I'm really impressed. So I sit there, and I'm talking to them. And I'm like... Dude, you you honestly sound like you need this book. Like, you need to turn your life around. I was listening in on your conversation. You're being really hard on yourself. He's like, I, I don't know. Like, my life is over. You're young. You have a lot to look forward to. I'm in my mid to late 40s. Like, there's nothing to look forward to for me anymore. But I just kept trying to, like, talk to them. And I was like, do you like your kids? <laughs> and what they were say? like, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, it doesn't sound like it. He's like, well... I have this very nice townhome in Park Slope that's all paid off, but even though they have a place to live, I still have to pay child support. Mind you, he has two baby mamas. Oh, Jesus. So, he's dealing with that. Wait, so does he live in Park Slope or no? No, he doesn't. He lives in Bed-Stuy with his second baby mama and their 20-month-old. Oh. The other kids were 15 and 7 with his ex-wife. Oh, shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, so this is where the cheating happened Uh with the 20-month-old baby. Yes. But then the other guy, like, I'm kind of vibing with him. They're attorneys. This guy, he's like, yeah, I think my wife's cheating on me with a younger woman. And then he bursts off to the bathroom. With a younger woman? Mm-hmm. No, Good. with a younger man. Oh. With a younger man. I'm say, sorry. Damn, this is getting close to home for me. And he didn't say anything else about it whenever he got back. But he's like, 
I'd really like to take you out for a drink sometime. Dude, you just told me you have a wife that thinks you is cheating on you. Now you want me to now you want to cheat on your wife? I got his number, but like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anything's gonna come of it. Anyway, that's so funny. Towards the end of my dinner, I looked at the dessert menu, but I had a deadline the next day and I was like, I just really want a shot of espresso. The bartender also was very fond of me and i didn't get a shot of espresso he places a glass of champagne in front of me and he said this is your dessert we have to keep good people around longer i love that and i was like okay (laughs) so i'm sitting there talking to these men just like about life living in new york they've been here since the 90s whatever and then they're like, we need to get you a glass of champagne. So I had another glass of champagne. Oh, hell yeah. Well, yeah, because you texted me also. And you're like, oh, come to Balthazar. And I'm like, okay. And you're like, JK, I'm actually leaving after I finish this, like, whatever glass. No, I was there for two hours more. Rude. I wish I was included <laughs> in on this. Well, after these, these guys finally leave at, like, 10. But in their place comes an art curator who... I have a long, long conversation with. Okay, how he, old? Give me fucking deets. I have no idea how old he was. Like 50 or like no, 30? No, maybe like mid to late 30s. Okay. Okay? And he's published four books. Cool. Um, He was telling me how he got into art Was curating. he like braggy about himself? No, no, no. He was like a very smart, like intellectual guy. He was reading this a thousand page book that was written in like the late 1800s. Okay. I don't remember what his name was, but he was like, I think that I'm running a marathon this weekend, but if I decide not to, I'd love to take you out on a date. Okay, so did you go out on the date? No, he ended up running the marathon. Did he text you? Yes. Okay, cool. So I might be going out with him. Cool. But I had another glass with him, although I kept asking the bartender, can you just give me a half a glass of champagne? No, they won't do that. Absolutely (laughs) not. People ask me for half pints all the time. I'm like, no, we don't do that. No. So he got me the last drink and I was like, okay, I actually need to leave. I have a deadline and I kissed him and I got whisked away to my Uber. Cute. And that was crazy. So that's not a date you night. That's you dating three random men at the bar night. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. But that's like fun. That's one of the nights that things that I love about New York. And I'm like, I'm listening into everyone's conversations now. And I needed that because I had... Such a terrible week at work. I had such bad imposter syndrome. Okay, can we talk about imposter syndrome? Yeah. I think I probably live it every day. I'm just not sure the definition. Okay, so like imposter syndrome is like you convince your mind that you're not doing good. Like you're not good enough. Nothing is going the right way. But in reality, you're actually overperforming. I feel like it's so easy to fall into the trap of imposter syndrome, especially in a city like New York, because there are so many driven people, there are so many successful people, and everyone is always flaunting the next greatest thing that they're doing. And so on top of being in a city like this, social media does not help at all, especially I think within my industry, it it gets to be a lot, but I think that anyone can really experience it. Well, first thing... I don't have Instagram for this exact reason, where it's all a sham. Yeah, you haven't had Instagram for a few years now. Like five years. Yeah. It's a sham. It's a complete sham. (laughs) It is. A thousand percent. People do not look like that every day. People are not doing all those fun things all the time, every single day. Mm -hmm. What not? And it's easy to have imposter syndrome, not just in your work life, but in your like social life too. Well, a thousand percent. Like even I struggle with all the time within, you know, my career. Made the hasty decision to leave last year because I was really unhappy. And I have to remind myself, yes, I'm happy in the side gigs and hustles I'm doing now. But like everybody else 
in my friend group are in corporate jobs. Mm-hmm. It's hard not to compare. And then it's hard also, like, I have all these new great friends, you know, that are in the service industry and whatnot. But, you know, my main girls, it's like, I can't see you a lot because you guys go out and I'm working. And you. I'm so thankful I said this to mom the other day that you'll come in and just have a quick drink or a little bit of food and, like, I might be running to my 10 tables and I can't even talk to you a lot. But the fact that you guys are there and like showing face means a lot. Because none of you guys even live near the bar that yeah. I work at, which is so nice. But you'll actually giggle because, you know, buying a used Jeep Wrangler might not be the most practical car to purchase. Mm-hmm. But I say to my mom, you know, I'm about to be 27. When I was a young 19, 18-year-old, I thought at 27 I'd have the career the engagement ring and the bomb ass car the career it's still being worked upon the engagement ring i'm so far from ever having an engagement ring at this moment (laughs) that i needed to check off at least one of the three before my birthday in june so the car it is and that makes you feel like so good within yourself oh a thousand percent like even if it's just checking things off maybe not in the order that you wanted them to but still it's like that can help you level up mentally and it kind of helps wash away that imposter syndrome yep and you know like i'm still hustling i'm fully dependent no one's paying my bills like i'm still doing great things and like having a life but comparing yourself and getting so down about yourself or like talking down to yourself, that's imposter syndrome. That's how I would envision it or thought of it. Yeah, I think that there's just so many layers of it, but that's a level that I was really experiencing over the past few days too. And that's why I took this weekend to like take a break from drinking, go out and sit by myself and read and actually do the things that I needed to do to recharge. And now like, I feel like I'm in a completely different mindset, like a complete 180 compared to last week. And I think that it's setting me up for a lot more success going into this week, too. Good. Do you have big things this week for work and whatnot? Uh, it's a busy week, as it always is. Yeah. But it's whatever. It's like typical. It's the end of the month. Got the deadlines to meet. Yeah. So I'm just happy that we're almost through the month and that like we can look forward to warmer weather, hanging out with everyone. We don't always get to see each other. I agree. And I feel like that's been something that I've been struggling with a lot lately, too. Like, there are sometimes I'll go months without seeing our friends, you yeah. know? Specific friends, too, that everybody's caught up with certain things, and it's so great to catch up. But even when we uh, will briefly see some people, we'll be out in a huge group of people, and you don't have the time to genuinely sit down and be like, let's catch up. Like, what's going on? What's new? Give me a genuine ass hug. We were able yeah. to do it two weeks ago. We went out to Long Island. I was literally there for like 12 hours, but I was and drove the hour and a half out there. But I was like, I don't care because I haven't seen all these friends in like an intimate setting in so long. And it's so important to prioritize that. And nothing makes me more thankful than whenever our girl group is together. And one thing that I love about us, yes, we have so much fun when we're together, but each of us prioritizes time alone with each other too. And yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why we have such a strong friend group but i know that it's really difficult to find that and like i would die a little bit inside if like we had a friendship breakup you know we luckily have not had any huge friendship breakups within our group but it's definitely something i've dealt with in the past honestly friendship breakups can be as hard or sometimes even harder than a breakup 100 percent harder than a boyfriend because you know you're not intimate like physically intimate with this person other than you know 
hugging and whatnot. And making out like we do. <laughs> <laughs> we give each other pecs, all right? We are not making out. Do not even say that. But you substitute like that physical intimacy in a partnership when you have girl, like just a friend. The emotional intimacy. The emotional intimacy, yeah. exactly. So I can like think of one off the top of my head where personally i was just like ghosted it was when i was in high school i have no to this day i have no idea what i did i was so heartbroken you know she was a year into college and i was still in high school and i now think back being like it might have just been the shifts of our lives like i was still mm-hmm. in high school like trying to get through high school and she's embarking in this new chapter the last time i reached out to her I sent her a card in the mail. Well, we all know I love cards. Mm -hmm. But I really, like, hadn't heard from her. And I was like, all right, this is going to be my last gesture of being like, hi, I miss you and I love you. And, you know, never heard from her again. And that's fine. But, like, it's, you know, even 10 years later, I still think about it. It's even hard, I think, especially whenever you're in high school. Because I think as we get older, our brains are developed a little bit more. And we can kind of understand that some relationships, like, they ebb and flow. Not everyone is supposed to be in your life forever. But whenever something as substantial as that happens whenever you're that young like it can fuck you up oh my god i was so heartbroken i actually have a card story of someone who i used to be friends with in high school and that just kind of it wasn't just a fizzle like it was it came out to be more than it should have been yeah okay so i was very good friends with this one girl in high school she went to a different school than me Mm -hmm. same with my friend we all we went to different high schools okay cool yeah and she got pregnant Oh, shit. (laughs) And uh, the thing is, she was dating this one guy, but she ended up getting pregnant with her ex while she was with him. Oh, Jesus. You know? This is some really... What is that TV show? Teenage Pregnancy? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) 16 and Pregnant? No, Jerry Springer. (laughs) Are you the father? (laughs) No. No. (laughs) So, they, like, broke up or whatever. Or maybe it was... They had dated... They weren't together. She got back with her ex, but then she was supposed to go to prom with... Okay, yeah, whatever the new guy. Whatever, whatever. But he was, like, not comfortable with going to prom with her anymore, and she was like, I totally understand that, whatever. I was friends with him, and, like, I ended up getting closer with him, and I ended up starting to date him. Yeah. And we were actually on our first date to an ice cream stand that was really popular in our hometown, and my friend who was pregnant was there. She was with a bunch of people, but... Me and the guy, we were like, okay, we're going to go out to Devil's Rock, which is just like a lookout in our hometown. A makeout spot. Yeah, essentially. And everyone else was like, okay, yeah, you guys go have fun. My pregnant friend was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to join you. She (laughs) She was a cock fuck. She was, but she didn't fully understand that we were on a date. So we're like going down this hill at night with a four-month pregnant woman trying to guide her. And we're just like at this rock and he has his arm around me like this and like she's just standing there and like talking to us and she literally some bumfuck pennsylvania shit she had no idea we were on a date i texted her afterwards i was like hey like i just want to put this out there for you like we were on a date i don't want it to hurt you in any way and she's like how could you do that to me you know that i dated him and now like and i'm like yeah you dated him for three weeks and now you're pregnant with someone else's baby yeah yeah i agree (laughs) yeah so that she kind of like X'd me out from her life. And I'm like, okay, if it, like, that stress, whatever. A reason, a season, whatever it is. Yeah. But she ended up having a baby shower. And I, like, I obviously still cared about her, you know? And Tabitha Oh, you sent a card. I did. I gave it to Tabitha. Tabitha was a mutual friend with us. And she took it to the baby shower. And I got a Snapchat from Tabitha's sister of the girl 
mockingly reading the card out to everyone Ew. at her baby shower. You know, and some I was like, just shouldn't have kids. <laughs> at that point, I was like, okay, yeah, this like friendship is over for good. But it just sucked to see it like go out in such a dramatic way. You know? No, that definitely does suck. Yeah, <laughs> and it's even funny now in our adult life where even with our our friend group, there's different women that used to be super close mm-hmm. and now have taken not a step back but like a little breather from each other and just how that fluctuates and changes over time yeah and how i was feeling maybe a little aggravated at one of our friends and i never said anything honestly you just spilled that all over you mm-hmm. sorry <laughs> no you're good <laughs> i was feeling aggravated or maybe just like not acknowledged by one of our friends and after like i think it's been like four or five months where i finally was like you know what whatever anger i had i'm putting it to bed because Mm -hmm. i'm the one holding it and dealing with it and this other person in our group has no idea which is fine and like that happens and like there's probably been rifts like that within our group that we don't even know about yeah where sometimes things like just behind closed doors things go unsaid and like but it all seems to balance out eventually it does that's what i love about us like we all know that everyone has issues at some point or another but like that has never ripped the seams that have held the whole entire group together and i think at this point when all of us most of us granted know each other from college but there's like kel who i didn't really know before she moved to the city and like morgan i knew from high school but like no even then i think of like Paige and yeah. Paige was someone that I worked with my first corporate job we weren't even that close when we worked together but then afterwards became really close or like Juliana we were put mm-hmm. up on a blind date through my mom and her sister we met up at a coffee shop in the West Village and like became instant friends yeah and that was six seven years ago now and I think it's so rare that you can have so many people come together and like mesh so well and stick together in the way that we have so that's something that I appreciate so much and I like definitely don't take for granted and so just like ladies love you love so you all, much ladies. we do no we have the best girl game I think to our friendship like just us two too like we've had our ups and downs throughout the time period okay do you know what's so funny what i don't think we really have well i think like we were close at one point and then we didn't talk for like a year or two that's like what i'm referring to you know like we lived together while we were abroad and then we kind of lost touch for like a year year and a half yes you are still in abroad in italy Mm -hmm. i go back to the cape for the summer because this was all junior year. Yeah. Then I never returned back to the city because I immediately went abroad again. Yeah. So you're right. It's like a year of us. Like we literally didn't see each other because you were in Italy. Then I was in the Cape and then I was in Ireland and you were in New York. And we like didn't have group chat. Like we weren't no, keeping we tabs didn't on have each group other. Chats like that back no. then that we like really. That's actually a good point. I never even thought about that. Yeah. But I remember there's a video from my birthday a few years ago of you doing a speech in the cape this i love this so funny maybe i'll post it because it's actually hilarious i should post it but mary's like yeah you know we lived together it didn't it didn't work out well and i was like wait i loved living with you i had absolutely no issue so but yeah shannon was like shannon lived with us too and shannon's like yeah it wasn't great i'm like 
am I delusional or was I the problem? Because like I had a great time. It's me. Hi, Hi. I'm the problem. <laughs> yeah, I'm loud and I'm messy and like whatever. But whenever you put a lot of loud and messy people together, great friends, not always the best oh, for me. We legit. It was five of us. We yeah, four loud people. And then our poor virgin other roommate that didn't drink and just so would hear our, would watch us like stumble in and disbelieve. She was like, what the fuck is going on? She was like, why did I get stuck with these fuckers? Well, that's really what it was. It's fine. That, I loved like our time in Italy together, but now I'm trying to piece together like after Ireland and that summer, how we like started to hang out again because wait, we had a few classes together senior year. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. And I was playing Toontown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played tune down. Yeah, because I went senior year, fresh, no, senior year, first semester, I went back to Ireland. Mm-hmm. There was one night, I think you and I had a class together, and you were like, come to the Chelsea Bell with Shan. And was Allie there too? Oh, yeah. We and I feel like that Chelsea was the night. Bell. Yeah. Because we were I out feel- late. <laughs> oh, I, I loved that bar so much. Yeah. That was like one of my college bars. That, I don't even know if that place exists anymore. I have no idea. I'm going to Google it after this. We should have like a reunion night. Oh my God, that'd be so cute. They used to do drag there. Remember the drag there? They definitely have trivia. Yeah, they're definitely a trivia bar. If they're okay, in the next few weeks, we need to do that. I'm down. If it's still around. I'm down. We have a little like college reunion with the group. <laughs> Just our girlfriends <laughs> Just that we talk girl. to every, every day. Every day, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. But like backing up a little bit, it is okay for friendships to end. Yeah. It sucks. I'm not going to lie, but like, also, you just have to understand that some people are in your life for a season, a reason. You learn something from everyone, and that's what you should take away from it. My last little tidbit on this, I love the friends that you can go six months not talking oh, yeah. to. And they're still your bestie. Oh, yeah. They're still a ride or die. But like, I'll randomly call like a few friends from home about random shit, either whether it's like shit hitting the fan or... Or like one of my friends that is also Jeep lover, I texted him and was like, I'm a Jeep, I'm in the Jeep fam now. And he's like, yes! Like, just those friendships too that I forget about that I have these people. They're in different cities. They're in different states. But yeah. like, they're still, they're not in my inner inner circle. But if shit went down, they would, they would, I know they would hop on a flight. Next flight out, they'd be there for me. Yeah, you don't have to talk to someone every day to be like, best friends with them no definitely and i love that i've said this so many times that we're so lucky to have our core group but like we had that because a majority of us were already in new york city yes there are so many people that moved to new york city from other places right after college just different cities and i'm not gonna lie if i didn't have all you guys it would be really fucking tough to make friends oh, it would be really tough that's the one bad thing about new york i have to say despite being eight million people here you just can feel so alone you can if you don't, you have to put yourself out there, whether that's Bumble BFF. Mm-hmm. There's, have you tried that before? I have tried that before. How did I went that out, go? It went good. I went out with a bunch of girls a bunch of times back in Boston. It was really well. One girl I still like somewhat keep in touch with on social media, but it was great. I mean, all of us were like, let's just go get drinks. Yeah. And we pre-gamed at this girl's apartment. And it was like six of us. None of us, none of us knew each other. I love that. That was really nice. And then there's like, you know, the hot girl walks that are like the West Side Highway in New York. Mm-hmm. They do one in Central Park. Yeah, there's just like a lot of random groups. And like resources. It's a yeah. resource. But you it have is. to be comfortable enough to put yourself out there and do it. And there's other ways you can put yourself out there, whether it's at the gym. Like I've had a girl ask me at p I'm new in town. Where do you go? And like we got a coffee after. That's nice. Yeah. But you definitely, because especially even like, you know, I'm 
quote-unquote established in New York with my friends and whatnot that I go to Pilates and I go there and I leave. Mm -hmm. I'm not in that mindset of being like, all right, here's 20 other women in this room with me that all like doing this one activity. Like we have one similarity right here. Yeah, that's true. I applaud that girl for coming up to you too because it's not always easy to come up to people. That's where like some of these groups that you can join come in really handy. Like Michaela and I joined a kickball team for the past two years and we've gotten pretty close with the guys and the girls that we've met through that. And those are people that I never would have met or interacted with otherwise. Yeah, our kickball friends. Actually, I went to one of their birthdays last night and she was telling us, it was so funny. Her friends were like, oh, your kickball friends seem really cool. Like I want to hang out with them. And she was like, no, my kickball friends are my kickball friends. Like they are exclusive to me i'm sorry i honestly applaud her yeah i love it sometimes get a little jealous i get a little what is that what's that word called territorial oh territorial territorial (laughs) i'm totally like yeah these are my women back up (laughs) yeah (laughs) but hey you could meet really good people through kickball also i have not well honestly any other type of sport pickleball is becoming really popular yeah kel's kel's all about it it. i want to do it okay you can do softball our friend goldie joined a softball team there's like all these intramural sports through volo through a bunch of different apps i I do volo soccer team that comes into cooper's after every game on saturday that's amazing and they sit there for five hours. It was so funny. Actually, last week they got ice cream sandwiches and came in and then ordered their beers. And I looked at them like, where is my ice cream sandwich? Because I now know them. And like, I have that rapport with them um, that they went and got me my ice cream sandwich. Aww. And when I saw them this Saturday, they're like, we have to tell you, we don't have a game next Saturday, so we probably won't be here. And I was like, oh, they're like, well, maybe we'll just come in and visit you anyways. I'm like, please. That's so nice, too. Yeah, it is. If, like, sports aren't your thing, though, you can also... There's just, like, so many groups. Honestly, I've been getting so many Instagram ads for different, like, social club groups. But the social club groups can seem a little pretentious. I know I've talked about Amber before. I haven't gone on any of those speed dating, but they also have what they call slow burns, which are, like, networking, just meeting people events. Okay. But then there's also this one... A thing called Hot and Social. Oh, yeah. And, like, they put together fun events for, like, people. And their slogan is 99% of people leave alone, 100% leave as friends. Yeah, I or like co- that. No, I said that wrong. 90%, 99% come alone. Yeah, come alone. And 100% leave as friends. I like that. Even when we went to that event for that um, non-alcoholic brand, we yeah. were talking to a bunch of just, like, random girls and guys of, you know, we have this one similarity of being interested in this business or like this lifestyle Mm -hmm. and then even the like crazy one-offs like one of my friends that i did pageants with years ago i probably hadn't seen her in person in eight or nine years but one of her best friends lives in the city and she connected us and like we went out to brunch together fun what it comes down to is just like taking a small uncomfortable step that could lead you to meeting some of your best friends yeah it can happen (laughs) it It takes some time you just gotta get out there you do staying in your tiny apartment with no sunlight no is not gonna don't do it it's not gonna help you at all go outside get some fresh air just like smile at someone too you don't even that doesn't even have to start anything but that can like give you a little bit of a dopamine rush it'll give you dopamine rush that's it so okay we're gonna give you an assignment for this week smile (laughs) smile at someone (laughs) and if you're going through a hard time with any of your friends just like one sit and talk with them because that could be a great way to solve it but don't be upset if like friendships end yeah too because that that just means that the time and energy 
you allocated for that person is now open for either another friendship just to blossom like a new friend or to just strengthen the relationship you have with your other remaining friends. Yeah, exactly. Everything happens for a reason. And so I guess that we'll leave you with that on a positive note for this week. Yeah. And we're happy to announce after our technical difficulties, you'll be hearing from us now every Monday, 8 p.m. Yes, we need to do every Monday. The week goes by quick. We don't always have the time to edit our shit, and we're doing this ourselves. Yeah, so Monday nights, and I think that's perfect. Monday at 8. So we hope that you enjoy this episode. We can't wait to see you on our new time and we got merch coming (laughs) oh we do the design is finalized the design is finalized so if it's not ready by the time this is out it will be ready for the next time so stay keep your eyes peeled on our instagram and tiktok and you'll see us soon and maybe you'll be wearing some good trouble soon good trouble oh bye bye